On the uh, Jay Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610, you can answer this question today. I found this funny. There's a, uh, I guess he's, he's uh, like a a DJ, not like a turntable, you know, goes to the clubs DJ, but, but he tweets out a lot of fun stuff. That Eric Alpers, his name on Twitter. And he asked the question, very valid one. I think everybody can relate to. When did you realize you're officially not young anymore? <laughs> you guys could say you, li- you listen to the show every day and you know, you know, we're not right. Um, you've, you've pretty much hit on that. But when did you realize you're officially not young anymore? 913-586-7610 on the, uh, the text line today. You know, I, I think for me, it, it, it happens almost every day when I talk to my kids and they're talking about stuff and people that I have no idea about. And you and I do this every once in a while. We see these page six stories of people we have never heard of, and we just send them to each other. Who's this? I, well, see, I'm firmly past it because I'm to the phase where I am glad I don't know any of those people. Yeah, like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a problem. I don't, with I don't yet. care. Right. Uh, it's cool. If they're famous, that's great. And if I don't know them, I'm completely at peace with mm-hmm. them. There was a day it might not have been as peaceful. Right. Right. You're like, right. I should be knowing that these people. No, I don't care. I'm, I'm at the firmly, I don't care anymore. Mm hmm. Um, not completely to the gives no blanks portion of the of the life, which is the the greatest. That that's coming fast. You think though, about yeah, it, right? But I distinctly remember, I want to say probably two thousand four, two thousand five, and it happened on the night show, working with Da. Probably wow. two thousand okay. four. You actually remember the moment? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because we were discussing whether or not the show should get a MySpace page. Oh God. And then I realized I don't care. Like this does not this does not interest me one bit. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I've got. I've, and I was I was not that old then, but right. still not that old. But at that point, I was like, yeah, no, this is those are those that's that's kids' things. I am not interested in this social media. At the time, that was probably the first one, right? Right. Like, oh yeah, we felt like that was yeah. the first one. Of course, it was. I was yeah. like, I was like, no, that was it. That was that was the moment. I'm like, I'm not young anymore. I don't care about what this is. Uh, what this is, and I've stuck to that you, quite a bit. You, you on have, that, yeah. On you, that, you've dug yourself a grave on that one and haven't really gotten out of it. But, Love it. But good for you. I mean, I, I'm not into the social media anymore, other than Twitter. But you know, I I don't think I think for me, it's like it's it's not like. I'm not admitting that I'm old. Like I, I, I don't, I'll never admit that I'm getting up there in age, even though I turned 46 this year. It's like, I'm not admitting that I'm old. I'm not, I'm not going to get to that point. I don't care that I have two kids. I'm always going to try to hold on to my youth as long as I possibly can. And I've been that way forever. Like, like when, when I was a, a kid growing up, like my parents, were like you're like Peter Pan. I'm like, yes, I never want to grow up. I always wanted to be, there was this kid that lived across the street, Joey Zinnis. And I'll never forget. It. I always wanted to be him. Cause he was like five right years right younger. Right. And I'm like, I want to be that age for the rest of my life. I always and still do want to be a kid. I don't want the adult responsibilities because they all suck. And so, you know, you try to think like what what, what was the moment when you realize, whoa, maybe I'm old. Maybe it's, uh, you know, it's starting to catch up with me and I need to admit where I am in, in, in life. And, and I, I, I don't know what the exact moment was for me yet. I don't know that I've officially had that. Oh, my God, I'm ancient type of moment. Now, my kids will probably say that. But I, I, I think the, the only thing that I can really go with is that we get up very early. And I used to make fun of my mother's friends for going to bed at 9 o'clock 
so they could get up and do their job. If I see 9 o'clock now, I'm like, oh, my God, why am I up so late? So maybe it's the going to bed early for me that has kind of you know, make, made me feel like I'm old because I don't care anymore. I'm not sacrificing sleep because that hurts your body. And so maybe that's where I got the I'm old moment where I'm not, I'm not sacrificing sleep anymore. I don't care what's on TV. Save a Chiefs game. I'm in bed by 8.30. I think you've answered your own question. Right. Beat up? <laughs> For me, uh, a couple different things. Uh, sounding like a transformer when I wake up and try to get out of bed and uh-huh. everything pops and goes, and, you know, trying to hold on to the wall and everything as you get dressed and put that Is one Is that leg. a sign of old age? Because I, I have found myself noticing recently, like when I'm at the J and I'm changing my shoes, I got one hand on the wall so yeah. I don't fall over. Yeah, 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 yeah that's that's part of the... But try uh, changing your shoes without holding yeah, on to something when you're standing up. Used to be able to do that. Now, not so much. The other one was uh, when I finally caved into my wife and I got glasses. Oh, and I was the readers, a- yeah. And I was able to read the bottom line again on ESPN and it wasn't in double vision. I'm like, oh. So the TV still works. I thought it was the TV the TV's going fault. Out. <laughs> yeah, you start blaming everything else. Yeah, that's my that. hair is almost completely gray everywhere. You know, but that I blame my uh, daughter for that. Well, mm. yeah, we blame our kids. We're all gray, the three of us. My wife keeps saying, "You need to dye your hair." No, I don't. I don't need just for men. I don't need no. to be like Keith Hernandez. No, I'm in Keith it. Hernandez. Yeah, he dyed his hair with just for men. I don't need who's that guy that had it running down his sides that was Giuliani. I don't need to look like yeah. that. You know, no, no, nobody <laughs> wants that, that right? The you Carlos Boozer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Carlos Boozer. I'm like, not doing that. I don't no, need to do that. I'm embracing it. Also, one of the other things in, in our business where you realize that you're old and, and you have that first like I'm old moment is when everybody officially in that locker room is younger than you. And for, for years, there were always guys that were older or same age. Now everybody yeah. in every locker room is younger than me. Yeah, no, Tom Brady. There was a there was a there was a moment when I was covering KU and they played Michigan and I went into the Michigan locker room and interviewed Glenn Robinson Jr. Yeah, that one hit me. That like one hit hard. you too. Yeah, you I start like, to see oh the my kids. God. Yep, big dog's kid. Uh huh. I went to school about the same time as big dog. Yeah. Like, like, no, no, no. From the uh, 918, hangovers hurting more is a sign of old age. I I agree with that. 30 was a turning point for hangovers. 40 was a turning point for hangovers, too. I uh, started caring about my lawn, someone says. That's when they realized they'd gotten old. Yeah, yeah, it's true. A uh, sneeze sent me to the chiropractor. That's when I realized (laughs) I got old. What'd you do to your back? I sneezed. Oh. When nobody knew any other television references I am talking about. Yeah, we had that yeah, episode. I just time. throw them out there yeah. now. I don't care. If you get them, you get them. Right. That's fine. You'll you'll enter that phase as well. I realized once I started having to go to bed before 10 so I could wake up at 530 to get my stuff done for the day, mm-hmm. it was over. Yeah. It was like you as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, I realized when I was no longer young, I was when I was excited about buying new plants. Mm. <laughs> you actually went to the store to get plants yeah, for the seasons like you know yeah. the, end of the summer you see the mums start to come out and you get yeah. excited to have a nice fall scape on your on your porch yeah. right yeah yeah baby when you really start to enjoy going to lowe's and home depot that's another yeah and menards don't yeah, forget menards. about menards. menards you can get you can get all kinds of stuff at menards that bath me on will be a whole yeah. day We'll make it a thing. That and when the fellas start referring to you as OG every time you walk around. What's up, OG? Actually, you know what? I had one of these moments a couple of weeks ago. A, a student reached out to me. My friend Ben Warner uh, said, would you talk to a friend of ours who wants to get into this business of yours? I said, sure, I will. No, no question about it. I talked to the young man. He goes to Northwest Missouri State. 
And he goes, I really appreciate this. I grew up listening to you. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) so you start to do the math, right? He's 21, 22 years old minus, you know, we've been together 13 years. Yeah. That kid did grow up listening to me. I I remember when I worked with Don Fortune and people would say, I remember watching you on TV when I was a kid. I'm like, old man. And then I had that the other day. I'm like, Uh, when I got annoyed, (laughs) the neighborhood kids were playing basketball outside at 9 PM. Uh, someone else says, I, about a year ago, I filled in as a sub on a co-ed soccer league. I was winded five minutes in. I realized I was old when I tried to kick the ball, missed it, kicked a college girl in the shins. I apologized profusely, and she said, don't worry about it. I didn't feel anything. Oh, <laughs> wait, what? What? <sighs> you kicked her in the shins. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm turned 40 in just over a month for me. It's happening now. So it's like really stressed about it. It's all right. It's fine. It's fine. <sighs> Flip texts in July 7th of 2007. Very precise. Yes, yeah, 777. Same day as my brother's wedding. I had my first attack of gout at 26. Oh, that's a bad one to get. Oh. Yeah. That can all be fixed with diet and exercise, though. I knew I was old when I get called unk or old school when playing ball at the gym. <laughs> kids, <laughs> kids are ages. Telling you. I walk into the school and, uh, what's up, OG? How you doing, OG? Everything good? Yeah, good to see you, OG. <laughs> what's going on here? Last year, I did a foot race with an 18-year-old, blew my knee out. Oh, yeah. Of course, that's all on video. Yeah, you know My wife rubbed it in my face, and I'm too old. I'm 43. Uh-huh. You raced an 18-year-old, though. Did you win? I doubt it. Now that you blew your knee out. Get a head start? I changed box springs last week. Not the mattress. Just the box spring. My back still is not recovered. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's when you do. Mm-hmm. Complaining about fireworks when it's not the 4th of July. That's a good one. That's when you know you're old. Yeah. I like that. I like this one when you can't trust a fart. Yeah, sticky situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Home Depot is the Toys R Us for adults. You're exactly right. The one thing that I don't like about hardware stores is that like each one now has exclusive with certain brands. And like, if you want something, that's when you, you know just, you're old. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I guess I just found that moment. Yeah. Yep. I gotta go to the Lowe's for this yep. and to the yep. Home Depot yep. for that. I, I don't know. know why they just don't put them all together. Well, because then we'd only have to make one trip. What fun would that be? That's true. You want to, you want to go to all of them. Yeah. You don't hit up two or three in the day. You've done it wrong. Yeah, I guess I just go to the first one. If they have what I need, I get it. When I started to grunt every time I get up from sitting down. That's when you know you're old. Mm-hmm. And then you can't stop making that noise. Even if you don't, even if it doesn't hurt, have you gotten to the point where you just, <sighs> you, yeah, you're just, you're just. Well, it feels good. Like I, I sigh a lot. And my wife's always like, why are you sighing? What's wrong? I'm like, it just feels good to sigh. Mm-hmm. Do it. Sigh right now. <sighs> Let the bad There's no stress. mojo it just, out. It's it just great. Feels, it's just, it's nice. It's fine. Yeah. Let me hear you say, oh. When you're excited to get your tax return in early, <laughs> I've been excited about that forever because I used to get great returns no longer. Yeah, it. now I wait. Yeah, now I wait <laughs> as long as I possibly can. Yeah. 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 I walked into a Starbucks in Lawrence and the girl behind me says, gross, everybody in here is like 30. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> Shoes got wider, pants got shorter, ear hair got longer. The ear hair one. Now, let me tell you about that, okay? There's a story about that. That's when you know you're getting old, when you have to trim the ear hair, the nose hair, the eyebrows, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And if you don't do all that trimming, then, then you're, you're really just letting old. yourself then go, really and then old. you're really old. Yeah. yeah. I knew I was old when I started taking Antioch rather than the highways. <laughs> Dude. Yes. Josh and I have had that conversation before. And it's been, been recent. There. I think the last snowstorm, you and I looked at each other and you go, maybe an Antioch well, day. Taking Met- <laughs> Metcalf. Taking Metcalf home. No, I stay off of Metcalf. Yeah. Metcalf and Warnell are the two yeah. worst roads. Here's another old man moment. Yeah. The two worst yeah. roads in town are when Metcalf you're arguing and about roads. Yeah. Which no, Warnell roads sucks. are better? Warnell you're sucks. Old. Warnell sucks. Okay. Warnell sucks. Yeah. It is the worst road that is out there in the history of mankind. The lanes are too small it's always under construction nobody goes the right way there are potholes everywhere it is an adventure driving yeah. down warnell listening to you guys while i head to my mri right now yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a good indication of when you're old 913-586-7610 on the j southland tow service text line you can continue to weigh in uh we talked aaron Rodgers in the dark Derek carr should he be a jet and is there still life for Brady oh with my. Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio next? Fesco in the morning. <laughs> Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. You hear him overnight here on 610 Sports Radio. He is Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio. He joins us each and every Thursday, brought to you by The Landing in Liberty. And, Ben, we start today with the, the biggest story, I guess, that's going on in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers. Which Aaron Rodgers story do you believe? The one last week where Green Bay was done with him or the one from yesterday which says they're not done with him? Yeah, I believe the one next week that Aaron Rodgers is going to have a get-together with a shaman a rabbi and a priest. They're gonna they're gonna have to sit at a table there and they're gonna figure it out. No, it's like every day. This is the I call it the CVS. It's the click view, uh, endless. It's endless clicks and views. It's it's great if you're an NFL insider. You just throw out any Aaron Rodgers story and it's like league sources or someone high up with the Green Bay Packers. What does that even mean? Like, is it somebody that's selling tickets for the Green Bay Packers that is high up? I always get a kick out of the league sources and the amount of people that overlook uh, like the, the, the weasel words believe or hear or things. They just overlook that. They think, Oh yeah, it's done. I can't tell you how many, how many people were sending me stories. Oh yeah. The, the USA today and these other websites. So that's NFL insider says Rogers is back to the Packers. It's all over now. Like, how is it over? How is it not over? We got to wait for Pat McAfee to tell us it's over when Rogers goes on that YouTube show. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. You don't take anything uh, for truth until Aaron Rodgers says it, and then you probably question it as well. But this source yesterday was my favorite one. I think the cat was like Jeremy Fowler or whoever reported it said an important Packer source. I don't know what that means, but I love the fact that he used an important Packer source. Yeah, no, and, and then it's, it's wonderful because this is the time of the year, the silly season of the NFL, which doesn't even really get started until mid-March when free agent, the new league year starts and all that. Uh, but that was great. You had the the car report that he's a first ballot Hall of Famer if he goes to the Jets the other day. This is great. This is next level. This is fiction. 
This is like reading a novel when you go on social media during the day, the kind of nonsense that is being thrown around. And uh, then we'll have Aaron Rodgers coming out of the darkness retreat. And I'm sure there'll be some bombshell that he had the sense of enlightenment while he was sitting in a dark room in the, uh, in the forest of Oregon or California somewhere. And, uh, and he was had ayahuasca and Joe Rogan was right next to him. And it was amazing. And they had a donkey there and they had a zebra and it was crazy. We'll get to car in a moment. Are we, should we be concerned? We haven't seen him come out of the darkness yet. Thought we'd be done by now. No, that's big money. I looked these things up. These are not cheap. What a scam that is, by the way. I should get in on that. That's that should be my hustle to make money. Uh, pay thousands of dollars to sit in a dark room. I, I can buy some blackout curtains and things like that. I can make a room pitch dark. But no, he was supposed to go for four days. So he should, if my math is correct, he should be popping out of the darkness possibly today or tomorrow. So this could be a big 24-hour news cycle as we play the Aaron Rodgers game. Does he like the Packers? Is he upset with the Packers? Does he want to leave the Packers? Does he hate cheese now? Is he lactose intolerant? These are very important questions. But the question really remains, Ben Maller, is when did he actually go into the hole? Because nobody really knows that. Everybody thought he went in at the end of last week. You know, you go through the President's Day holiday. Maybe everybody had the day off. They couldn't open the doors and let him out. So maybe it spills into Tuesday. But here we are on Thursday. This is going on seemingly a week if he went in last week. Or if you don't see anything, do you just stay there? You know what I mean? Like if you, yeah, <laughs> maybe, it's like, maybe it's extend extended stay if you don't have the uh, the visions you thought you're going to have. I don't know. It's possible. It could be like the Vatican with the Pope. You know, you got to wait for Aaron to send white smoke up. They smoke and, and then if the white smoke goes up, then you're allowed to get Aaron out of there, and then and then you're good to go. Yeah, I want to know where where he went because I looked these things up online and they're. All over them. I mean, you got California, Oregon. There's ones in Europe. He's got a lot of money. He can go anywhere he wants. Uh, I'm curious about that. And uh, and like, what do you, what do you eat in those things? They send you a plate of vegetables. They, they they put food like under the door. What kind of is it? Good food or is it probably stuff I wouldn't like? I don't think. I think if it's a little slot, it's got to be that stuff on a tray. And you know, that's either airline food or prison food. I don't think there's anything in between. Metal tray. Prison food, like some some kind of like vegetable peas or something like that, or broccoli, something that smells like cauliflower. Nasty. Gruel, some sort of gruel. He's getting just lopped on the plate. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eat your gruel, Aaron. Here's some grits. Have your grits. <laughs> <laughs> Talking with Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio. And you mentioned Carr in the Hall of Fame. Hey, I'm convinced if he wins the Super Bowl with the Jets, the New York media will put him in on the first ballot. Does he end up in New York and going to the Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, he'll he'll go in the uh, the Hall of, I should have been really good, but I'm not. Uh, no, come on. Maybe the Ring of Honor. I'll give him the Ring of Honor for the Jets. But he's not winning anything. Who we can, the guy can't play well in big games in, in his career. He's never been a big game quarterback. And last I checked, he's a terrible cold weather quarterback. So it's a debacle. It'd be good for radio because Derek Carr, the, I, I'll say this for the New York media. They're not as tough as they used to be, but they're not going to put up with his baloney. And he was the maestro with the Raiders when the sky started falling with the Raiders in Oakland and Vegas. And he'd come out and he'd give this great pep talk, this great speech. And then he'd go out and have one touchdown and two interceptions and throw for like 210 yards and be the reason they lost the game. They're not going to put up with that. So that would be good. But to, to, to excite the fan base, like how do you excite the Jets fan base with Derek Carr? 
the, the thing that's amazing, it, it reminds me of, you always hear the story when people die, like all your sins are forgiven and you know any bad stuff, you only talk about the good stuff, you honor the person's life. In NFL free agency, all the bad football that Aaron Rodgers played, it, or not Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, is all forgotten. It's like now, all of a sudden, this guy's great. He's going to be wonderful. He's just what the Jets need or just what the New Orleans Saints need. Like, have you not watched any of these games the last seven or eight years? What's going on with you? How do you excite the Jet fan base about Derek Carr? Have you seen that pile of crap they've had at quarterback for the last 40 years? Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, he'll fit right in. Carr will fit right in. Uh, he he looks better on the outside. Uh, here's a blistering hot take. He is essentially Sam Darnold in a different outfit. Hot take. Blistering hot take. What do you think is going to happen with Lamar Jackson? That one I'm fascinated by because I, I my guys in Baltimore who claim to know more than me because they're actually there. Uh, they say that the Ravens are they don't want to keep him. They don't they want to give him a long term contract. So it's either franchise tag or they trade him. And Lamar, based on some of his cryptic messages on social media, it certainly appears based on as I understand it, he is gonna gonna raise hell and try to force his way on another team. So I keep an eye on the Atlanta Falcons. I just think that if the Falcons tried to get Deshaun Watson last year, they didn't get him. They offered him a lot of money. The owners desperately trying to be relevant. The Falcons haven't been relevant. They could play up the whole, this is the next Michael Vick thing. Like he's better than Michael Vick. They could play that up. So I think the Falcons are there. But I don't know what the Ravens are going to do because they don't have anybody uh, who's any good at quarterback other than Lamar, obviously. So they'd have to go out and sign Jimmy Garoppolo or somebody. Well, Ben Maller brings us to, to Daniel Jones, who wants Patrick Mahomes' money at $45 million a year. He could go to the Jets. He could stay with the Giants. Maybe Baltimore's an option for him. How does, he, how does his offseason play out? Yeah, so that one's fascinating. First of all, Daniel Jones, people tell me how amazing he was last year, and uh, there might be somebody close who's a Giants fan, but the Giants were 26th in passing offense last year. So... You're telling me that he improved by leap and bound, leaps and bounds, but that was a team that was a running team. They played, you know, had some breaks go their way defensively, whatever. But it wasn't because of Daniel Jones. And you're going to pay that guy big money. If I'm the Giants, I would franchise. I would reluctantly franchise tag him because I don't think he deserves it. But if he goes out and and has another year where he looks okay or a little bit above that, then I would give him a contract. But I would not sign off on that. I know the NFL's got tons of money and they print money and who cares? It's just money. The NFL revenues go through the roof, but just from a pure ethical standpoint, that guy was such a bum for years with the giants. I can't imagine you're all this thing going to pay him after one season when he wasn't even really all that good. He just stayed out of the way. That's the when I, you watched more giants games than me. When I watched the giants, he just like, he, he was there, but he wasn't the reason they were winning. He wasn't the reason they were losing, but he wasn't the reason they were winning. All right, I'm going to duck. Are we sure, sure that Brady's done? No, no. You know why? Because some NFL insider is going to have league sources that say Tom Brady is having second thoughts. He still thinks he can play. He was spotted working out at a high school in Miami, and there is belief that Alex Guerrero is preparing him to come back to the NFL. And the Raiders have their fingers crossed because they think it's going to be them, right? Because they got rid of Derek Carr. They're going, oh, we got nothing now. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's the uh, the Patriots would listen if Tom Brady calls. They would yeah. listen. 
I'm sure they would. <laughs> ben, we appreciate the time. Enjoy the weekend of watching the XFL, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right, guys, thanks. That's Ben Maller of Fox Sports Radio with us here on 610 Sports Radio. You can catch him overnights like we do, driving in in the morning, and it's brought to you by The Landing in Liberty. All right, earlier we were talking about what makes you feel old. Right. Well, uh, um, referencing the Fonz, I guess. would <laughs> Maybe so. Fall in that category. Yes. <laughs> we'll get to that next. <laughs> Let's go in the morning. If Charlie Weiss were a baseball player, where would he play? He'd definitely ride the bullpen car in. <laughs> Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Thursday, along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler, Brian Williams, B-Dub producing. We were discussing earlier what what has made you feel old. Continue to uh, text in throughout the show at 913-586-7610. Yeah. Um, I guess when the Fonz comes up, you, you do feel old. Do you know who the Fonz is? Well, I do, you yeah. You do. B-Dub, you do. I, I do, I right? do have to laugh, yeah. like, because I've thought about this as he has become a, I don't know, Chief super fan, right? Stalker Mahomes, whatever. That's a better way to put um, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they got to put like a circle around Patrick. Like, all right, Fonz, you cannot go in this circle. Like Patrick probably had to Google him, right? I would think so. That's another moment that made me feel old. Brandon Finnegan having to Google Amos Otis. Like, yeah. that. De- <laughs> no, it was uh, Willie Mays. Will, Willie Mays Akins. I'm yeah. sorry. Willie yeah. Mays Akins. Yeah. yeah. Like his parents knew the Fonz. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. He didn't know the font. Not a chance. And I don't or, even know. Or did he? Though? And I don't know if I don't know if he's been asked or not. But what does he know him from? Probably Waterboy at best, right? At best, yeah. Or maybe he knows him from The Office. Not The Office. I'm sorry, Parks and Rec. You know where he had maybe. a cameo and and was he John Michaels or whatever that guy's name was, Uncle or whoever in that show yeah, for a couple yeah. of hot minutes, right? Maybe from Parks and Rec. Yeah. He's I, great I, in Barry yeah, on HBO. Maybe, but. but no, I'm, I'm guessing Patrick Mahomes probably. Oh, you're 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 the guy from the Water Boy. You're the coach from I the think Water that's Boy, it, right? right? That's that's the that's the furthest back, probably for yeah. for a guy yeah. like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. 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 So so Henry Winkler Which is, is fine. Real if you name, haven't right? seen Happy Days, I'm not gonna like. Oh God, no. I'm not like gonna crush you because it. I'm sure doesn't hold up at all. Like at all, at all. Ah, uh, I don't know, man. Have you ever tried to hit a jukebox and get free music lately? No. Oh. The, the one thing that does hold up, though, is the jump the shark. I mean, like, like that's a thing that people use all the time to this that day. That was from there. Yes. From Happy Days. Yes, he yes. literally, like, jumped over a shark. Right. And so it's taken on this whole new meaning of jumping jumping the shark. When and, a show is officially over or when anything's, or when anything's over. officially over. Yeah. Or when it gets out of hand, you're yeah. right, this is jump the shark, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and, like, we use that as common terminology. I think we all use the, uh, another thing from Happy Days as well. Hey. Like, you see a lot of people walking around going, hey, with their two thumbs up. People like to do that. So. I think other than that, that was our first shirt actually we printed. Right. Yeah. We made four of those. Um, So, yeah. Uh, So, so Henry Winkler is, you know, a guy who's now 
I guess, gotten, I don't want to say new life because he's never gone away or anything like that, but, like, everybody looks at him now and goes, oh, yeah, you're that guy who likes Patrick Mahomes. But back in the day. Arrested development, maybe? Oh, arrested development, yeah, maybe, maybe. But I'm guessing Waterboy. With Patrick Mahomes knowing he's a football guy, Waterboy is probably where he knows him from, right? And and so, you know, but back in our day, like, not even our day, predating our day, you know, he was the coolest guy out there, like, unequivocally the coolest guy. Right, if you said cool yeah. and looked up, it was Fonz. Fonz. It was yeah. the Fonz. Yeah. yeah, the white T-shirt, the black leather jacket. Hey, Mrs. Cunningham. Like, maybe he was hanging out with his, you know, Richie's mom. Who knows what was going on? The Zach Wilson of his day, maybe, right? And and so he was just the coolest cat that you could find out there. And there was no debate on who the coolest guy was. It was the Fonz, right? Mm-hmm. And, and he's kind of gotten old now and, you know, probably not as cool as he used to be, but he's still the Fonz. And I was thinking about this yesterday. For, for whatever reason, you have these, you know, these thoughts in the middle of the day. Somebody was talking about the Fonz and how cool he was. I'm like, who's the Fonz of today? Who is quintessentially the coolest guy out there right now today? And I came up with two names, Snoop and Justin Timberlake. And those are the two guys that I would start the conversation with as the two, like, overwhelmingly coolest dudes that are out there right now. The Fonzie of today has to be Snoop or Justin Timberlake. And I would even lean more towards Snoop, Snoop I think. than I would Justin Timberlake. Snoop a, is like the coolest cat yeah, you can find. I was a you know big Timberlake, like he could do everything, very yeah. talented, but I don't even know if he's completely yeah, resonates now. Maybe not. Maybe it, it not. Might be Snoop. I don't know. I mean if you're if you're looking to boost the broadcast of football games, I said for years put Justin Timberlake in the booth. And people laughed good. at me, right? Oh, why would you do that? I was way ahead of myself. I was way ahead of myself with what these broadcasts need. You want to be entertaining. Why do you think the Manning cast is so good? Because it's entertaining, right? Justin Timberlake would have been entertaining. You give me a game that Snoop and Martha Stewart are calling, I am in on that. I may watch that every Monday night, the Snoop Martha cast. Maybe they should do that on Amazon for Thursday night football. If you don't want to see Al complain about how bad the game is, Snoop and Martha Stewart hanging out and and doing the game would be outstanding. tried that Olympic thing. I don't know how well that hit. That was a niche sport. This is the NFL. I don't know how well that hit. I don't know. I think it's different when it's the NFL. I think it's completely different when it's the NFL. If Snoop and Martha Stewart were doing a, a broadcast for the Thursday night yeah, games I'd, on Amazon, I'd give it a, give it a look. You're yeah. not watching that? Yeah. Of course yeah. you are. So I think for I me. I did watch him doing the Joker's Wild. I thought it was hilarious. Did you? When Snoop hosted the Joker's Wild. See, I didn't see that, that one. It was great. Okay. It was just the Joker's Wild, which is a great game show of, of all time. Right. With Snoop posting. I mean, I don't need to. I don't need any more description of that. That's all you. That's need. all you need, right? I mean, he was the only one that could replace Wink Martindale, yeah. right? Okay, that was Wink. So let, let's take this to another level, then. Uh-huh. Not just necessarily Snoop being the coolest guy out there. Is he like the most universally loved American? Like you can go anywhere, senior citizen homes, radio stations, schools, wherever. Everybody likes Snoop. Have you ever heard somebody go? I don't like that guy. No. You right. got to put him in that conversation. You put the rock up there now as well. Yeah, but he's gonna he's gonna lose a lot of steam with this XFL thing falling off the face of the earth like it did mm. this past weekend. It's a write off. Yeah, he, he needs to, <laughs> he needs to sell that and bounce out of that fast because that thing that thing is a turd floating right now. How um, many how many of his people told him to do that in the first place? Like oh, yeah. probably try to talk him out of the XFL. out of the XFL. Hopefully everybody, a bunch of them, yeah, right? Everybody, like, unless they're just a bunch of yes people that he has around them. But you know, they say sure, Rock, if you smell a cook and go for it. Um, but no, but I think yeah, I think the Rock could fall into that category. Is like universally loved and liked individual. Like anytime he shows up and does everything, people are like, "Yeah, The Rock was there, man. That's badass, right?" So Snoop, The Rock, Martha Stewart.
Stewart, Justin Timberlake. Like, there are some folks out there that give the Fonz the run for his money. But I, I think overwhelmingly the most like coolest American right now is Snoop Dogg. Uh, from the uh, text line, 913-586-7610, the J Southland Tow Service text line. Sorry, uh, Snoop is not the coolest. Signed, shocked mom at... <laughs> At Allen Fieldhouse. <laughs> <laughs> you want Snoop, you got Snoop. That's fantastic. Yeah, Way know. to go with that text. Well done. I, again, you're bringing Snoop Dogg to Allen Fieldhouse. What did you expect? <laughs> and if and if you're one of these Karens that's going, oh, my God, the kids were wounded. Why are you taking your kids somewhere that Snoop is performing if you don't want them to see Snoop? <laughs> That's on you. That's not on Snoop. And they got Bill Self got to issue apologies and all this nonsense because a couple of moms from Olathe were pissed. Yeah. yeah. Snoop called the Roy Jones Tyson comeback fight. It was great. Didn't he do an awesome job on hockey too? Didn't he jump into some hockey he broadcast did, yeah. and we were laughing he, about yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I think he's he's kind of America's guest. He, I think he's pretty good. He, yeah, but I don't. I, but he's like, yeah, he is America's guest. I guess that's the best way to put. The he's XFL has right? never been better. <laughs> well done. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. From a Jay Binkley in the yeah, Northland. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, Matthew I, McConaughey. Ah, okay. Uh, Paul Rudd seems pretty cool right now. Yeah, he's up there. That's true. I don't. Everybody likes Paul Rudd. I yeah. think these days. I was just watching a rerun of Parks and Rec. I'm going back and watching that show now. You forget how good it was. I completely forgot Paul Rudd was in there until I saw it again. I'm like, oh yeah, he played that character well. Someone else says I'm 29. I knew him first as the Fonz, so there is a chance. Okay. Someone else says I'm 42. I do not know who the Fonz is. Never saw Happy Days. So okay. You may or may not know the Fonz. Mm-hmm. He was Adam Sandler's dad on Click. Yeah, that yeah. might be in that. That's in that same realm, I think. As is Henry Boy. Winkler become one of the Adam Sandler regulars that no matter what movie he does, you know, Henry Winkler's going to be in now. <laughs> no, that's Rob Schneider. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> Adam Sandler takes care of his boys. He that's, definitely that's right. does. Good for him. That's all right. Good for him. Keanu Reeves is our Fonzie. No, I don't know about that. Keanu Reeves. What year is this? <laughs> Maybe in the 90s. NBC had a separate channel with Snoop calling the Olympics. That's how cool he is. I would agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. But it, and, and the thing about Snoop is he does what you're supposed to do on a broadcast. A lot of times these guys take this stuff way too seriously. All of baseball. You're not splitting the atom here, man. Have fun. Ryan Reynolds. That's a good one, too. He's going to buy a hockey team here pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good one. He's, He's good got like a too. wireless company and a. Soccer team. Yeah. Everybody and likes soon him. he'll have a hockey team, too. Yeah. I think he's buying the Ottawa Senators. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There, okay. There's reports about that a couple months ago. Whether that's going through or not, I don't know. But, no, his Q rating has gotten big over the last couple of years. Hmm. Right. 913-586-7610. Who's the fonts of our our, our time, yeah. Yes, I guess. Uh, he's not quite mocking just yet, but he's absolutely ready for the combine. We talk Chiefs with Jay Bankley next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Three, two, one. 
It might only be three questions. I don't know. Who knows? Depends how, yeah. depends how much Jay talks. It is Jay Binkley, our draft guru, our Chiefs everything guru. Jay Binkley joins us here on 610 Sports Radio. Not three quickies with Bink today. It is heading in towards the combine with Bink. Uh-oh, you're, you're right. right there. You choked right. up. I mean, you're getting so excited yeah, for this. Yeah, I'm El Choco about the combine. Yeah, you really are. I or mean, it could be that gosh. it was 75 degrees yesterday or whatever, and it's like 25 degrees. I'm glad today, we're all going everybody's like this. Like sneezing, <laughs> sneezing and hacking all over the place. <laughs> everybody is doing that yeah. today. So yeah. don't feel like it's you've got something. Sorry. It's it's all of us. I today. may have preemptively put him on the air. He wasn't. Jay, Jay uh, hi, is this Jay Binkley? It is. Okay, it is Jay, Jay we're, we we're going to go on live here on 610 Sports Radio. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, yeah, good. Good morning, Bank. How are you today? Good morning. Who do you expect morning, to look Kelly. good at the combine? Everybody. Good. Is the no, combine I, more I for know. propping guys up or tearing guys down, Jay? Because I feel like like it's for tearing guys down more than anything. You know, I think a little bit of both. I think that some guys show up and you're expecting them to be fast and they're not. Then you're kind of questioning why some guys decide not to run the 40 at the combine or don't do the bench press and it seems like you have more and more people kind of cherry pick the things they're good at and bad at. And that's one of the things I don't like. It's like, show us what you have. I mean, don't do the 40 and not do the bench press or not do the vert, not do different things, but they save them for their pro day because their pro days are set up by their school and not by NFL teams. But if I'm an NFL team, I'm leery. If someone wants to do one thing there and not want to do something else, so guys used to do pretty much everything at the combine and you can really grade what people are good at and bad at. But when someone only competes and thinks they're good at kind of uh, uh, pushes the scale one way or the other when it comes to these guys, but you know, let's face it, 40 times are huge and guys that have good 40 times are the ones that start shooting up the draft board and you'll start seeing it with some of these wide receivers after the combine. Are we closer to not having, I know it's a big event now as well, but are we closer, closer to not having the combine and just doing pro days and, and just actually watching just game tape. Yeah. There's been talking about that regionalize the thing more and do it that way. But a lot of the teams don't want to do that. They like to throw their resources, you know, they, the traditional go to Indianapolis, do the combine, but there's been talk about it. And you remember when they had this thing in prime time, uh, they tried it for a couple of years by having some of the, the combine, even in prime time, but the players don't want to do that. They don't like sitting around all day and waiting for that because, you know, this is about their opportunity. This is their lottery ticket, what happens there. So it's going to be in the middle of the afternoon. The interviews uh, start up early next week, and it, it culminates uh, March 6th. And then all of a sudden you'll see people and, and players start going up and down these draft boards, and the pro days will get going as well. But uh, there's been talk of regionalization, Josh. I don't see him doing it. Hey, you know what, though, Jay? I mean, y- you mentioned about why these guys like to go to the combine. Let's call it what it is. Expense account, shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's Steakhouse, and the ability to tamper. That's why these guys like going to the combine. The fact that, you know, young guys are working out for you and you can see these young guys, that's all gravy or that's the cocktail sauce on these jumbo shrimp that they're going there for. But they're going there to, 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 to rub elbows with everybody else and, and have a BS session for a few days. A little bit. It's kind of like the lobby in a hotel at a Final Four, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It's the who's who's there, and you're. I think you're right about the shrimp at the St. Elmo's and the steak. I think a lot of them yeah. want to go there for that, but they won't call it uh, for what it is. But it's a chance to go do things like this, and you know, the pro days. 
are what's important. And not even that, it's when you bring the guys in and, and able to talk to them at your own facility. I remember John Dorsey once saying when the, the Chiefs had those kind of uh, draft meetings with people who could go in and watch them, and they did a couple media sessions with that. And it was interesting because when it came down to pro days, he wasn't really watching the player. He was watching to see who was watching the player. All right, is the GM there? Is the head coach there? Just a position coach. So he even broke it down to one to watch who was watching the player, and that's what he went by. Isn't that where the Alex Smith trade started to get laid, the groundwork? Or there, there was something else, or maybe the Mahomes trade started to get laid, the groundwork there to move up for him. I, I just remember saying, seeing and feeling like there was a big moment for the Chiefs in the Andy Reid era that all the conversation started at the combine for that. Well, most of these times they do, especially when you look at picks one and two, and there's going to be some trading early in the first round for quarterbacks because um, Chicago is not wanting to move on from Justin Fields or want to see how that experiment goes. But, but he's 5-20 yeah, and as a starter. Why are we wedded to Justin Fields in Chicago? I mean, why? The guy I'm is 5 not, I'm I, not, no, I'm I know. I, I'm asking you, though, as as the, the best football mind in this city. And I mean, sometimes he ran the ball twice. Two games really well. I mean, I mean but, but he's five and twenty as a starter, and like the Bears are like, we're not, yeah, we're not drafting not a quarterback. You're not. Why? Because the Bears were stuck with Mitch Trubisky, and they actually saw some success with him going to the playoffs twice. They think that Justin Fields can be the answer to that. But he brings up a good question. He's an Ohio State quarterback, and he was the one people looked at and said, "Well, there's an Ohio State quarterback." You know, they they kind of made it, and of course, C.J. Stroud is going to be. Probably a top five pick. Art Schleister was an Ohio State quarterback. Yes, and so uh, he wasn't derailed so was by Kirk his playing, though. I mean, <laughs> so was Kirk Herbstreit. Look at his success. Are, and I'm asking because I don't know. Are, are I really there... was a believer in Cardale Jones myself. That was another good quarterback so I, at Ohio I thought State. He was be are really there good. any Ohio State quarterbacks that have excelled in the league? Again, I'm asking because I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, I don't. I mean, I can't think of any. Okay, let's move on then. I know it's going to be neck resistant. Who do you say is good and who do you say is bad? I mean, gosh. I mean, no, not really. I mean, there's been a lot of guys with promise, like Trump Pryor had promise. Arch Schleister, he was a good one. Mike Tomzak. Yeah, Tomzak. Um, gosh. But all these guys come out of Ohio State with all of this promise, and then they get to the big leagues or to the NFL, and it's like you never hear from them again. No, they don't. I, I would say that uh, – as far as career success, it had to be uh, Kirk Herbstreit, even though it's not as being a quarterback. <laughs> right. That's probably part of it as well. But Justin Fields, you know, has that chance, you know. But, again, that's kind of the knock on Ohio State quarterbacks, which is really, really weird why that happened. Hey, uh, yeah, somebody said Ohio State quarterback who excelled, Joe Burrow. That's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> after he left Ohio State. Oh, yeah. After he left Are we Ohio- that one? Yeah, after he left Ohio State. That's really well done. Um yeah, hey, quarter, title quarterback yeah. runs are always good because that means better players can fall to the Chiefs with their first pick, wherever that ends up being. I think so, too. And I guess if you're going to identify what the Chiefs might be looking for in the draft, like offensive line or wide receiver in the first round, those are actually two of the thinner positions at the draft this year. The, the wide receiver draft has been so good um, the last couple of years. But it's the interior linemen that are getting the buzz now. The good news is defensive line is probably the best position at the NFL draft this year, and that's where the Chiefs will be looking. But, yeah, you start getting these runs on players, and it just frees up an open space for the Chiefs, who are now picking 31 instead of 32 because the Dolphins had to forfeit their pick. So that helps the Chiefs in and of itself 
they're not picking so late uh, at 32. It's not much of a difference. It's one slot in the draft. But just keep moving up and have teams keep drafting quarterbacks, which I think I, I don't – outside of Bryce Young, can you make an argument for any of these quarterbacks that you think, you know, in four years you'll be talking about being a value in this draft? Nope. Because Will Levis, they're talking about Will Levis. I had 23 interceptions in the last two years, and they're talking five, top five pick with him. He played at Kentucky. That's a basketball school. Well, you know, she want to make the argument he played at Penn State because another one he's trained. Well, people are making not. making a making a case that Joe Burrow technically is an Ohio State quarterback too, Jay, but he's not. Yeah. Jay, aren't you concerned though? Nobody realized Bryce Young was short until like uh, like a week ago. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, isn't that weird? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how these people. Is Patrick Mahomes has set the bar so high on what teams want in quarterbacks? They understand that you make the right decision at quarterback in your whole town. Your whole franchise, all your fan base changes. I mean, you think about that April 27th where the Buffalo Bills, yes, Joe's Buffalo Bills, we should always be grateful for them, traded Mahomes or that pick to get Mahomes. And look at it Super Bowl parades, three Super Bowls, uh, the NFL draft is coming to Kansas City. I don't know if any of this stuff happens if they don't get Patrick Mahomes. And now teams are going to have to deal with him uh, for another decade because of him. But everybody it wants that quarterback. It's amazing how wrong they get in the NFL. Just like Zach Wilson being taken. All these teams that think they're doing the right thing. They're putting smart people out there. They're looking at all game film, trying to figure it out, talking to family members, talking to friends, talking to whoever before they draft that quarterback. And they just continue to get it wrong. Well, Jay, and you mentioned how much Patrick Mahomes is impacted here in Kansas City. First of all, I will say, if you're another organization trying to find the next Patrick Mahomes, you're failing already. Go do something else. You're not going to find the next Patrick Mahomes. Find somebody that is good, but you're never going to find the next Patrick Mahomes. So stop that nonsense. And number two, Patrick Mahomes now, to me, is one of the few athletes that is truly bigger than the brand of the team in which he plays. The Kansas City Chiefs are doing a great job worldwide in selling stuff right now, but it's because of Patrick Mahomes. He's elevated the brand of the Chiefs. The Chiefs didn't elevate his brand. He's in that category with Tom Brady and the Patriots, Michael Jordan and, and the Bulls, Jay-Z and the Yankees. Like, you, you take these guys that are just superstars and they elevate entire brands. Like you just don't see that happening. And Patrick Mahomes is doing that right now. No, you're, you're right. And, and there's, there's other quarterbacks that are on the right trajectory. Joe Burrow. I, I believe that he's going to be eventually a marketing uh, machine in Cincinnati kind of already is already, but you know, even you go ahead and get a great quarterback like Josh Allen and he doesn't have when, when, when playoff games for you, I mean, a few of them, but doesn't get to the Super Bowl and, you just can make that mistake. It's such a generational talent. And if you think about how many things changed in this town on April 27th in 2017, uh, just because of the NFL draft, it's unbelievable to think about. And Brett Beach has 21 of 22 guys were on this roster. The last 20, 21 of 22 draft picks on this roster, I'm including McCole Hardman, even though he's on injured reserve because he technically was on the roster. There's not a single NFL team that can say that. And we have all the rookies playing, the eight making a contribution in the Super Bowl, the four guys with McDuffie and Cook um, and Jalen Watson and Joshua Williams played in that secondary against the A.J. Browns and Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts of the world getting four rookies. Can you imagine what Patrick Mahomes would do to four rookies in a defensive backfield? And it's amazing. But if you're going to win and you're going to pay your quarterback like the Chiefs have, you got to do it through the draft. So until these teams like the Eagles or people are saying this could be the next dynasty, well, 
you lost your offensive coordinator and your defensive coordinator, and now you have to pay Jalen Hurts. Cincinnati, they got to pay Joe Burrow. Chargers have to pay Justin Herbert. So pay those quarterbacks and then tell me if you're still good because that's the hardest thing to do. 610 Sports Radio, KCSP Kansas City, WDF HD2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. All right, the uh, the draft or the uh, combine, I should say, is ahead, Bank. That's after the combine is over is when you'll have your first mock draft, correct? But you got plenty of other stuff going on, including at 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. Well, we'll have it just a little bit before we get the teaser coming out now, kind of explaining kind of what are the, what are the things we're going to do uh, with the uh, character concerns. And you can find that right there at 610sports.com and Odyssey. And then eventually there'll be a show when it gets a little bit closer uh, to the draft. But we're going to put one out uh, next week before kind of before the combine gets rolling, what we're going to be looking for at the combine. And it'll be, it'll be weekly. It'll come out on Tuesdays, and then we'll take a look at what happened at the combine. It'll have a Kansas City flair to it as well. So not only will it be the combine, it will be taking a look at the draft in Kansas City and the, the powers that be that put it together. We'll look at the airport, what people can expect in Kansas City, the excitement level what people can uh, expect to see at the draft, the taste of the towns that all these NFL teams bring together. It being a free event. So we'll have a uh, Kansas City aspect to it as well. Always fun. Thank you, Bank. Guys, have a good day. That's Jay Binkley Thanks, of 610 Jay. Sports you too. Radio. And again, check out the character concerns.